you're listening to Mysteries Beyond. What mysteries lie beyond the reach of our senses? And who are you in this vast multiverse? Hello and welcome to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender. So as the sun begins to wane, and with each day that passes, it starts to become darker and darker, meaning less sunlight. I figured I'd do an episode on the sun. My last window to talk about something lighter. Because with the month of October soon approaching, and Samhain in close proximity, the following episodes are going to be on the dark side. Just to keep it in rhythm, you know, go with that ebb and flow of nature. But in this episode, you can relax. Until I get to the esoteric part of it, then you might have some disagreements. Alright, so why is the sun such a big deal? Well, it's no question that all life exists here on this earth because of the sun. And the ancients understood this. The sun is the basis of all life here. It's symbolic and a very important factor in many cultures and their religions. The ancients understood that without the sun, there would be no harvest. And without no harvest, then you wouldn't eat, and if you don't eat, well then you die. So the sun provided, well, provides warmth, nourishment, and energy. Right? It's hopeful. It rejuvenates us. It's life. Think about those times that you step outside and you can feel the sun's rays kiss your face. It's one of the best feelings. Now, through science, we can see and we can understand that the sun plays a vital role in helping us produce vitamin D. Well, why is vitamin D important? Well, for one, it strengthens your immune system. It can help prevent cancer. It boosts your mood. It helps with weight loss. And it can even reduce the risk of heart disease. And what happens if you're vitamin D deficient? Well, that can cause a loss of bone density, which then leads to diseases such as osteoporosis, which means bone fractures or broken bones. That's why that brand, Sunny Delight, or Sunny D, really attempted to sell you on that letter D, because it implied that it had vitamin D. But don't, don't drink that. That's not orange juice. I'm not sure exactly what that is, but I do know it's not orange juice. 
If you want vitamin D, you can get it from actual oranges. You can also get it from mushrooms, spinach, kale, etc. But coming back to the sun, unfortunately, we are being told that the sun is bad. It's bad because it causes cancer. So we're told to either stay inside where it's safe and or if you're going to go outside to wear sunblock, which ironically has cancer-causing ingredients in it. But in these times, in the age of information and technology, not being informed is a choice. You see, the sun alone doesn't cause cancer. Our bodies are more acidic than they are alkaline. And that's because of all the food that we consume, which is, for the most part, processed food. And processed foods contain so many chemicals and so many toxins that we can't even pronounce. And at the bottom of it all, it's not even food. So it's not so much that the sun causes cancer as it is the sun's rays reacting to the inorganic compounds that we've ingested. Also, what's the largest organ that we all have? It's the skin. So if we use sunblock that has cancer-causing chemicals in it, well then, there you go. I'm not a nutritionist, and I did not intend for this part of the episode to come off as me attempting to give you nutritional advice. That's... that's not my place. And whatever it is that you do decide to consume, I don't judge you. It's a personal choice, right? But I do point it out with the intention and hope that you might see how everything is interconnected. Alright, so the sun is life. The sun is also medicine for your body. Have you ever heard of sun gazing? Sun gazing is when you stare into the sun and you take in all of that good energy. Obviously, you're not going to stare at the sun at a high noon. You're going to do this either 30 minutes before the sun sets or at sunrise. And you can do this for about 5 or 10 minutes. This is called heliosis, or heliotherapy, named after the Greek god of the sun, Helios. So, sun gazing not only increases your energy levels and helps reverse cancer, but it also increases the size of your pineal gland. It helps open up your third eye. It increases your serotonin levels, right, so it uplifts your mood. And it also increases your melatonin levels, which is responsible for governing your sleep cycle, so your circadian rhythm. Sun gazing helps you to decalcify your pineal gland, which in turn increases your psychic abilities and your intuition, meaning your clairvoyant abilities, which is clear seeing, your clairaudient abilities, which is clear hearing, claircognizant abilities, which is clear knowing, and your clairsentient abilities, your clear feeling abilities. 
And as previously mentioned, the sun plays an important factor in many cultures and in their religion, including Christianity. When you think about the main figure in Christianity, we can all agree that it's Jesus Christ, the Son, S-O-N, of God. So when it comes to religion, one of its main purposes is to teach and instill morals in us through symbolism and allegory. I've mentioned that the ancients were very in tune with nature, and they studied the patterns in the sky. They studied the stars and the planets, and the stories in many religions, including Christianity, are all references to the human body, the microcosm, and the cosmos, the macrocosm. They were never meant to be taken literally. When we do, that's when it creates division and war. But this information has been concealed through symbolism by higher religious authorities. Because as we know, all things can be used for both good and evil. Duality very much exists. It just depends on the intention of the person who holds that knowledge, whether it's used for good and or evil. So, in the case of Christianity, the story of Jesus and the Twelve Apostles is really just a personification of the sun and the Twelve Zodiac signs. Okay, let me attempt to explain. So we know now that all ancient civilizations worship the sun. But not only did they worship the sun, but they also paid attention to the stars and tracked the sun's movement through the stars. So if you've ever stargazed, you'll notice that there's one star in particular that kind of stands out more than the rest. And that's because, for the most part, it's the brightest one. This star is called Sirius, and it's the brightest star in the east. If you're in the northern hemisphere, the best time to see this star is before dawn during the month of October. And you'll know it's the star Sirius because it's going to be towards the bottom on the left side of Orion's belt. These three stars, also said to be the three wise men, create Orion's belt in the constellation. And on December 25th, the day that Jesus was supposedly born, the three wise men and the brightest star in the east, Sirius, all align pointing to the sun. And if you remember the biblical story of the three wise men, or the three kings, or magi, they followed the star in the east to locate the birth of the sun, to find baby Jesus, the sun. S-O-N, the birth of the sun, S-U-N. This is all just very fascinating because now is the perfect time to witness these astronomical events if you simply step outside and look at the sky. You see, 
as we're currently entering fall here in the northern hemisphere, the sun, with each day that passes, moves one degree south. That's why you start to see less and less sunlight every day, so you'll notice it's starting to get darker. However, from December 22nd to December 24th, the sun is going to stop moving south, at least perceivably. So there's going to be three days where the sun takes a pause and it's going to stay there in the Southern Crux or Southern Cross. The Southern Crux or Cross is just another constellation composed of four stars that make what appears to be a cross. So the pause that the sun takes represents death. And this is because of the colder and longer nights and lack of harvest during the winter. But on December 25th, the sun moves up one degree north. This represents the birth of the sun, the sunrise. It's symbolic. It represents the sun overcoming and overpowering the darkness. And from then on, the days become longer and warmer. This is also why we celebrate Easter. We celebrate the resurrection of the sun, S-U-N and or S-O-N, after three days of being dead. So you see the sun sacrifices itself when it enters the Southern Cross. The sun sacrifices itself on the cross. So in order for you to get out of the cold winter, the sun must go on the cross. The sun has to die on the cross. And after that, three days later, the sun is resurrected. It's not meant for you to take it literal. Ancient cultures also understood that the sun would rise every 2,150 years on a new zodiac sign. This is considered entering a new age. When Jesus was born, it was said to be the start of the age of Pisces. And that's why the fish is so symbolic. We are currently in the age of Aquarius, the age of enlightenment, the age of technology. We now have information at our fingertips. There's a reason many try to demonize astrology. Well guys, if you have any questions, or if you have any comments, or if there's simply anything else that you just feel like sharing or adding, you can reach me at lauralavender.mb at gmail.com and or you can friend me on Instagram at lauralavender.mb and you can message me through there as well. Also, don't forget to check out the website at www.mysteriesbeyond.com. I did add a couple of new things on there, including SpeakPipe, which basically allows you to record and edit your message, and then when I receive it, I can add it to a future episode. It's on the homepage. Just scroll a little further down. You can't miss it. So go ahead, leave a message. I thought it would be something fun to incorporate to the episodes, but it only works if you're brave enough to leave a message. Well. I really hope that you guys enjoyed the episode, and I would really like to hear your thoughts on it. And thank you so much for listening to Mysteries Beyond.
I'm your host, Laura Lavender, and I'll see you guys next episode.